according to St. Matthew, the 15th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus called the crowd to him and said to them, Listen and understand. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but it is what comes out of the mouth that defiles. Then the disciples approached him and said to him, Do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? He answered, Every plant that my heavenly Father has not planted will be uprooted. Let them alone. They are blind guides of the blind. And if one blind person guides another, both will fall into a pit. But Peter said to him, explain this parable to us. Then he said, are you also still without understanding? Do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth enters the stomach and goes out into the sewer? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart, and that is what defiles. For out of the heart come evil intentions, murder, adultery, fornication, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person, but to eat with unwashed hands does not defile. Jesus left that place and went away to the district of Tyre and Sidon. Just then a Canaanite woman from that region came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is tormented by a demon. But he did not answer her at all. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away for she keeps shouting after us. He answered, I was only sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, but she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. He answered, it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. She said, yes, Lord, yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. Jesus answered her, woman, great is your faith, let it be done for you as you wish. Your daughter was healed instantly. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. The assembly may be seated. Grace and peace to you from God, our Creator, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Sometimes in life and in ministry, God is revealed to us in unexpected ways. You see, I've known for weeks, months perhaps, that this Sunday was the Sunday that we were going to bless the new school year, bless the children, bless the teachers, bless the administrators. I knew all along our liturgy was going to be filled with joy and excitement. And then, I'd hope that maybe, just maybe, I'd have a gospel that allowed me to easily transition into that theme. Wouldn't it have been lovely if today was the day that Jesus gathered in the children and offered them a blessing? Oh, a preacher's delight. Perhaps, maybe a commissioning of the disciples. Go out into the world, my people, and change it for the better. Heck, I would have settled for the word rabuni just an opportunity to talk about teachers. But then, much to my chagrin and quite unexpectedly, I sat down on Monday, I read our gospel, and immediately closed it and said, not today, Jesus. <laughs> because this, this isn't what I bargained for. This, this, Jesus, 
arguing over hand-washing rituals, and then getting into a rather not-so-nice conversation with a foreign woman. This is not what I expect. I didn't expect Jesus to ignore the pleas for mercy of this woman. And let's be honest, that's the nicest thing Jesus does. Because in the next breath, he decides to call her a dog. This interaction today is complex, maybe even as complex as this unnamed Canaanite mother. And I sat there and I struggled to figure out how could I possibly connect this liturgy with this gospel. And that was when I started coloring. And that was when I read those words again, you matter. And it dawned on me. This woman's faith was so strong that even as Jesus tried to push her away, even as he insulted her, her faith held fast to the truth that she knew deep down that she matters, that her daughter matters, and therefore they are worthy of the mercy which they seek. See, Jesus is crossing boundaries into Gentile territory at this time. But this woman, too, is crossing social boundaries. She, a woman of Canaanite origin, dare speak out to a man of Jewish upbringing and roots, seeking mercy and help. But her request, or perhaps better put, her demand, implies her deep faith in who Jesus really is. Her demand names Jesus as Lord, names his Jewish roots as a son of David. But it also reveals that she believes that as such, he is capable of performing the exorcism that she desires and her daughter needs. Jesus, Jesus starts by ignoring these pleas. Then, then the disciples want more. Rather than just walking away, they want to make a point. So Jesus stops and gives them what they want. He turns and looks at her and says, I came, I came for simply the lost sheep of the house of Israel. This is a far cry from the boundary-breaking, liberating, all-are-welcome Jesus that we have come to know and love. This is a far cry from the Jesus that he will become, where at the end of Matthew's Gospel, he says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. That message of inclusivity seems to be lost in this moment. Because through action and through word, Jesus says something very clear. You, you do not matter. You are not who I am here to serve. You are no better than a dog begging at the table. And yet, this faithful woman persists and teaches the teacher by flipping his very own parable on its head. She responds without skipping a beat, yes, 
but even dogs can eat the crumbs that fall from the table. She challenges, she doesn't seek, but she challenges the privilege that Jesus offers. She doesn't seek privilege now. She simply seeks mercy. She doesn't need a place at the table because her understanding of Christ, her understanding of God is that being even close to it is enough. That even a morsel that falls from it is sufficient. She sees the abundance of grace and mercy that Christ's own self does not yet fully see. Her faith is embodied in her persistence. Her faith is embodied in her truth telling. Her faith plays out in real time the very conversation, the very argument that Jesus was just having with these leaders of the temple. As they Jesus says we need to disregard social and religious restrictions for grace and mercy. And if grace reveals gospel, then this woman is preaching directly to Jesus' own heart, and he knows it. He just got done saying, what matters is what's inside. And then he immediately turns around and says, yet you, you don't matter. This woman teaches Jesus causes God to change God's own mind by expanding the very mission that Jesus carries out to the world. And it clicks into place. And Jesus acknowledges perhaps he was wrong. And in that moment, he makes a declaration. Woman, great is your faith which stands in stark contrast to last week when, Peter, when he said to Peter, Peter, you of little faith. This woman has understanding that transcends even the disciples who followed him every step of the way. Because this woman's faith never doubted for a moment that in God's eyes, she matters and is therefore worthy of God's divine mercy. And notice, she never objects to the mercy that Jesus is offering for the house of Israel. But instead, she reveals something deeper. She reveals that which is at the very heart of God. Mercy. A mercy that doesn't wait. A mercy whose impact is immediate. As the daughter immediately stands up and is made well, while unexpected, I am deeply thankful for this woman's witness. I am deeply thankful for a version of Jesus that I did not want to preach on today. Woman whose faith challenges privilege, maintains justice, and offers abundance. Soon, just a few moments, we are going to gather around this table. And I've checked. I only got enough bread where you each get just a little crumb. And only enough wine where you each get just a little sip. Yet, just like the woman's faith, 
we know that just a little crumb and just a little sip is all we need to be reminded of Christ's truth for us. That God loves us so much that God was willing to give up God's only Son as a sign of that love whose body and blood we take that we know God's mercy in our lives. That we know God's love in our hearts. Love that knows no boundaries. A love that cannot be earned. A love that cannot be ignored. A love that cannot be denied. You matter. Because God made you wonderfully in God's own image. And therefore has declared that you are worthy of God's mercy, God's grace, God's love. Thanks be to God for the faithful witness of this unnamed Canaanite mother who reveals that very truth to God's own self and us this day. Amen. Mm -hmm.